Hi. Sup. Hey. 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 This, this poster I have. Oh, up back here? so cute. I'm going to get a a, a frame for it. I know I have to get a frame too, but I was just too, way too excited. <laughs> I was like, this needs to be on my wall right now. Needs to go out. And then I put it on my wall. And then I did there it. You, I, you did I have the thing. these little uh, like tape thingies that are like little squares. And mm-hmm. you put them in the corners and then you peel mm-hmm. them off. That's the best. I love them. This is a Virgo. This is a Virgo Mercury thing that I love very much. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's yeah, I, um, it was it was nice getting it framed. Like putting a putting the the Anahata's poster in the frame. Yeah, it's cool seeing the two G one L up on that bitch. I know. I'm yeah, like, should we sign one and like keep it for like, you know, like <laughs> memorabilia's sake? And then when we're famous, we could be like, this is the first thing we signed. Your Leo is showing. <laughs> I know. I want you guys to sign it, though. (laughs) I mean, that is cute. I like it. (laughs) When we're famous. (laughs) Uh, mm. Yeah. And then people are going to want to buy it for a lot of money. Because it's the first thing that we ever signed, you know? Mm -hmm. It's going to be going up on eBay. People are going to be like... (laughs) Yeah, I I need this two G one L exclusive. It's the first thing that our name was ever printed on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's an important mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monumental. Yeah, mm, we got the t shirts and the hoodies. Yeah, it's on that. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, we're gonna be on eBay one day, guys. We're gonna be on eBay one day. That's when you know you've made it. Is when you get on eBay. Yeah, exactly. See, I always, I always said, like you know, you made it when all of your bath towels match. Mm, oh. That too, but that's mm-hmm. that's more of like like a. Listen, if I'm on eBay, my yeah. towels are probably going to match. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my bath towels yeah. don't match yet. I'm not there. I haven't made it no. yet. Listen, no. Ken and I only have one towel each. So how <laughs> <laughs> do you survive? Laundry. Yeah, but I mean, we have more than one towel, but like for like a shower towel, we only have like one each. Yeah. So obviously, I do not have my shit together. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wow. Towel life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should I I, I go out and buy some towels? You should probably go out and buy some towels. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I was. I couldn't do it. Am I dirty? (laughs) No, but like, I just, that's what I'm like. I just, I love, I love having, I love towels. Uh, I was talking to my mom about for the wedding registry. I'm just going to put like a bougie ass towel. And like, that's the only thing I'm going to have for the wedding registry. I'm just going to have everyone just buy me. (laughs) One bougie ass towel. Yeah. We got like these muslin, we got this muslin uh, (laughs) blanket and now they make towels. Like big bath sheets and they're bougie Ooh. as hell. And I'm like, I'm just going to put that as the wedding registry. So you get like a hundred of them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It'll be perfect. Yeah. Good way to- and then all of my towels will match like forever. True. I can like. Yeah, you won't ever need time. to buy towels again. I won't ever have to buy towels ever. again. And like if one gets messed up, I can go donate it to the animal shelter and then 
-hmm. just go into my stockpile of muslin towels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to like have a specific storage unit for it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so what are we talking about today, folks? Virgos. Um, <laughs> We're talking about Virgos. We're talking about the good Virgos. We're talking about all Virgos. Virgos in all forms. Listen, listen, listen. Guys, I'm listening. It, I have a Virgo Mercury. <clears throat> so. <laughs> <laughs> I... I feel like, Vir well, number one, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's a thing. But also, it relates back to these these little these little tape thingies. <laughs> this is my Virgo Mercury <laughs> right here. Also, like, I need a specific pen to, like, write my notes with. If I don't have, like, the pen color that I need, it's, it's mm -hmm. an issue. It's mm -hmm. a problem. Mm -hmm. um, and that's Virgo's. That's Virgos. Yeah. Very uh, orderful. Very orderful. Is that orderful? Word? Yeah. <laughs> it is now. Uh, One of my systematic, you know? Yeah. One of my best friends is a Virgo. I love Kim so much. Ever. Shout out to Kim. Go Shout check out her out. To on Kim. Go check her out. Transformative Wellness with Kim on the socials. Kim is amazing. But it's so funny because she helps me with the workshops for Anahatas. Mm -hmm. um, and her and I had, you know, our whole touch base and I created like, she's like needs everything kind of like laid out, structured and ordered. And I am chaos because I am a Gemini. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, I have all these things in my head and I know what's going to happen, but I, it was really great because I had to do a workshop production timeline to do with Kim. So I had to like go oh. through all of the workshops. I guessed which ones will need the most assistance beforehand. And we went through like the entire four days. And I, you know, we went through expectations and like how to do all this stuff. And, you know, there was a moment where I was like, okay, like, this isn't that big of a deal. So we don't need to like stress on this. And like, <laughs> this is the main things. And, but it was perfect though. It, it, it helped me get more structured. Yeah. It was what she needed, but I also know that both of us being like Gemini or Mercury ran signs, mm -hmm. it just, it helped us balance a little bit because I was like, listen, here's the structure for you that I, I need, but I don't want to do. Yeah. And here's <laughs> the, you know, running around things and stuff that don't matter that much. Here's the, ra here's where you need to add the razzle dazzle. Right. Right. What I use. It's a good balance. It it's is. Good balance. Yeah. And like Virgos, like, yes, even though they are very f focused on structure and things of that nature, like organized chaos most of the time is also mm -hmm. their jam. So I feel like mm -hmm. that's also where like both of them being Mercury ruled signs can probably relate a little bit more. Is that like, yeah, even though uh, Gemini is a lot more... Um, like le needs less less security in a sense uh, when it comes to to certain things. Like I feel like they can both agree on that, and everything's not always going to be perfect. But I can always find that paper that I need that's buried in my desk from two thousand and two with the my signature on it to confirm that I'm a real person. Like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. So there, this is also where it like breaks down for me to like Virgo being ruled by different planets because somebody that has a Virgo 
Virgo moon, I feel like would be the kind of person that is more um, focused on like keeping things clean and organized versus like a Virgo sun or a Virgo rising, you know, Mm. Uh, it's the different uh, placements of the Zodiac sign. Right. That shows the different traits of it more, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kim has definitely helped out a whole lot. Like she's can definitely has definitely helped me with, I guess more so organizing my chaos. Yeah. Too. Her and I, ran, I had a business together too beforehand, like before Anahata's. And she asked all the questions and made sure all the things were done that like I didn't even want to ask or deal with. Yeah. A lot of it I was like, man, I don't have to fucking deal with that shit. And she's like, but what about it? And I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. And then she's like, well, what about this? I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, We, I guess we should do that. But I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that. I want to have fun. And she's like, but we need to do this. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it doesn't help that you also have the Virgo Mercury, too. <laughs> I mean, the uh, Gemini, Gemini Mercury. And she's, yeah. a, and she's a Gemini rising. Nice. Do you know what yeah. her Mercury sign is? I don't, but I should ask her. But that, sure. yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll ask her. We can ask her at the purpose. She will be yeah. there. My my boo boos. That's my girl. Nice. Is she the <laughs> one that does the transformative meditation? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I've known her since high school. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we've been friends since like junior year. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy girl. I think crazy. Gemini's and uh, Virgos do tend to balance each other out. Like, as long as they can get along, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I feel like some Geminis cannot be tamed by a Virgo. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, Virgo right. doesn't really do well with that kind of spontaneity, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think it's a good balance, the balance, well, it is. if it's found, like you and Kim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Anthony a Virgo rising? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a Virgo so- rising. We do kind of balance each other out because like I am definitely a lot more spontaneous than he will ever be. (laughs) And But, you know, um, sometimes that like that's good for him. And then he brings much more organization and keeps me in check. Yeah. Well, especially because you also have the Sagittarius rising. rising. Yeah. 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 Well, Virgo season is uh, August 22nd or 23rd, depending on the uh, like time zone you're in. Goes to, no, not November, that would be really long, uh, September 22nd. Wow, Virgo season. <laughs> Virgo season got an extension. All right. Um, okay, so August 22nd or 23rd through September 22nd. And I feel like Virgo season like gives like I know that it is back to school time, but it, it seriously gives like that back to school energy, the energy mm-hmm. of like getting ready to, you know, set a goal and follow through with it and buy new supplies, <laughs> get the the notebooks and the stuff that you want and that you need. And it is truly just like Virgos are just very grounded. Uh, They're practical. They're resourceful. And they also usually have like a different perspective on things, which is really great because I feel like you can get really great advice from a Virgo. The thing is, is that sometimes the things that Virgos, the way that Virgos present and the way that they just like 
uh, deliver the information that they want to give can sometimes come across a little critical or like a little more um, on the harsh side. And that's also, I feel like, just because like they always want what is best for the people that they love. And sometimes they can see something more clearly than the person that they're presenting it to so when people don't really like follow through on like their suggestions or on what they think is best it kind of like hurts Virgo's feelings a little bit in a way you know Mm -hmm. and I think that that is probably where like Virgos get a bad rap at times because they can be a little bit more critical towards themselves and other people even if it is coming from a place of like love and understanding and caring yeah. 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 There's um this little thing here in this book that I have in front of me mm-hmm. about Virgos and there's a there's a danger oh. section. And I'd love to read this cuz I think it's like exactly what you just said, but definitely like ends with things that I've personally have had with with my Virgos. So it says Virgo people sometimes arouse anger or and violence in others because of their tendency to interfere their critical tongues and their unemotional attitudes. And that's really what I think it is mm. is that they deliver the information without emotion. And right. what that does is that just allows the person who's receiving the information to receive it in a way that's mirrored by what where their brain takes it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was that's one thing like I know Kim is just dry like she's you know like she gets hype and stuff like that but there isn't this huge gap between when she's super hype and when she's like not so for me it's just figuring out like oh like she genuinely is uh caring about her homie right now and like if i interpreted it some type of way that's not how it's meant to be right at all where me i'm like very expressive in everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where Virgos can get some of the, like a harsh rap is that they're just not as expressive when they share these things. Right. And it kind of lets all the others, like a lot of the other signs get away with saying some shit. <laughs> yeah. Because they're able to express it. And because body language is way more than tone, you know, it's like, there's so much more than the words you say. And right. I just think that Virgos don't, some of the, like most of the time, like they don't express it in this crazy because it is it's it's excessive do i really need to be this expressive no am i going to change <laughs> absolutely fucking not no but like right. but but we yeah. need something like in between where like you can still like uh a- end it with a smile you know <laughs> or yeah. like, give me a hug yeah. like you know yeah. like yeah. yeah well especially me being balanced so yeah exactly and especially me being so emotional based like I feel like that could mm-hmm. also be why like I have had a hard time with Virgos in the past because I feel like I understand them because like okay so because I have this Virgo Mercury I feel like I have a pretty good understanding about Virgos but only really when it comes to getting shit done and having like like my business stuff in order, like when I'm writing like a workshop, you know, like stuff like that. When it comes to work, I get Virgos. But like that totally makes sense that emotionally I don't get them at all, you know, and or like, you know, I understand them, but like our emotions definitely do not mingle well, you know, so I find that I find that very interesting. And I like, yeah, I think it's, you know, because so Gemini's are known to trigger people and Virgos are known to trigger people. Mm -hmm. Both 
both ruled by Mercury. And I think it's just two extremes. Like we're the two polarities of that. Yeah. Yeah. Where, you know, we mirror people to the extreme and Virgos are just a mirror. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we expressively like, we're going to give you back what it is that you have. And the Virgos are like, I'm just going to give you a blank slate and you're going to see what you see. Right. Like it's just letting people And these are the lessons that needs to be learned. And Mm -hmm. it's not always uh, delightful. (laughs) But it's also like, it's not Virgo's responsibility to make everybody feel comfortable. That is true. That is very true. And I also know, I am also somebody who, you know, I really care about somebody and I'm going to tell them things that they need to do. So maybe just, you know, working on delivery (laughs) on opinions and asking if people want your opinions, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the archetype of the, a Virgo is the Virgin. So mm. it just expresses independence, courage, connectivity to source very much has like the maiden energy kind of vibe. Also, it is like part of the the last harvest. So also thinking of it that way and like bringing in like doing all of the last hard work that needs to be done and bringing in the crops and, and all of that. But in the context of the Virgin, it's more of like a symbol of like wholeness. Uh, It kind of makes me think about like that analogy, like of the moon, or I guess it would be an adage of the moon that no matter what phase you're in, you're always whole. And I feel like that's important to remember, especially when going through Virgo season, because even though this is a time that we after that we take after Leo season to kind of ground, get back into our bodies, like plan ahead for the winter kind of thing. I feel like it also is a time that we take to really look inward um, and to figure out like what is, you know, what are the next steps for me, but also like, how do I do better? How do I make this, how do I make the conscious decision to to just step up my game, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just important to remember that, even if we do have times of criticalness or times of harshness towards ourselves, like it's important to, to know that there is another side to it. You know, there, like it's happening for a reason and because we need to move through these things, not because we're hurting ourselves or torturing ourselves. You know what I mean? Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Is that, is that, is that English? Great. Yeah. I think I'm picking up on what you're putting down. Great. Great. Yeah. So I just feel like Virgo seasons are really good time to go inward. It's a good time to meditate. It's a good time to connect with ourselves, connect to earth, connect to shadow work, connect to the energy that we need to kind of just move forward to the next step. Yeah. It's time to get triggered. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I think of it. You know, it's, yeah. I kind of like how Anahatis has fallen in Virgo season. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we've we've had it in November, we've had it in June, and now September has been like that's when we're keeping it. But yeah, just that's analyze yourself, analyze what's happening, but also learning to not be too hard on yourself. Cause that is something that my Virgo friends definitely embody is being extremely hard on themselves. 
And then I think back to like, you know, where this started and that it is the harvest season and thinking about farmers and all that stuff. And they would go and they've spent this whole, their whole season working on the crop and then they process it all and they do everything. And then they're like, fuck, this isn't as much as I wanted. Okay. What do I need to do? And how do I, and you know, battling with figuring that out. So I don't know. It's, it's an important time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's definitely a time where you're really practicing being the observer, mm-hmm. you know, and being the observer of your life as opposed to like being the person who, I don't know, never mind. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm so I'm now. Now. <laughs> the position of the observer is very important because that is where you grow. Yeah. yeah. Being the observer of what's going on, because if you are, it's important to be present, but if you're not analyzing the emotion of what's going on, you're going to get stuck in that cycle. Um, So, okay, I'm having this argument, this disagreement, this thing. Let me step out of this, analyze why I'm being reactive to this. What is it in me? And getting into that observer position and then observing that. Like that's the observer, like that archetype is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. favorites because it helps also when you're in it. And like you recognize it, and sometimes you're like, I don't know what to do now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in an emotion. Right. What is this emotion? And it helps you like step out of it. For me, it's like how it's the going through it. That's like one the main like the final processes of like the only way out is through. It's mm-hmm. like okay, I felt this thing. Now I need to see what this was. Like what is this thing so that I can release it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've heard it said. And this probably has to do with modality. I don't remember what the modalities of Virgo and Capricorn are. Mutable. Mutable for uh, Virgo and cardinal for Capricorn. Okay. Because I've heard it or I've heard like some people say that like Virgo is the softer version of Capricorn. Like they're Capricorn, but not as extend, like not as intense. Would you agree with that? I would say that Virgo, because of like that, that maiden type of form that it has, it is definitely more feminine than Capricorn, for sure. Like, I feel like Virgo would run around with a flower crown, while mm-hmm. Capricorn is the one constructing the flower crown kind of vibe, you know? Okay. I get what you mean. I like flower crowns. Me too. <laughs> I love flower crowns. All right. So Virgo season, it's a it's a wonderful time to just take stock in what you have, what you need, where you're going, and how to just allow yourself to be the observer. Also, there is a Virgo new moon coming up. And I did find some journal prompts about that you could do with the Virgo new moon. So I wanted to share those with with y'all. So I'm just going to give you two. And the first one is, how am I of service to others? Virgo is very service-based, and they very much like to help where and when they can. That's why, like, Virgos are also known as, like, the healers of the Zodiac, because even though, yes, like, they're very much the mirror, so they help you with, like, reflecting what you need to learn, but I also feel like they're really great, like, yoga instructors. They're very great alchemists, you know? They're here to, like, create their own lives, and, I mean, we all are, but, like, it's a very important thing for Virgos 
in their own right, you know, to feel like they are constantly growing and changing, which is a positive sometimes. And it can also be a negative sometimes for themselves because they always are searching for this perfection in their lives. So leading into the next question, where can I loosen up my expectation of perfection in my life? Mm, That's good. Because it's not always about what it's not always about finding the perfect way to do things or it's it's just about kind of letting go and and expressing yourself and letting your message be heard either way whether it's perfect in your eyes or not and mm-hmm. as a virgo mercury that's definitely something that i suffer with like when i first started doing my astrology readings they used to take me like 12 hours to do that's no exaggeration because i would spend like five hours researching mm-hmm. and like just making sure that like i knew all the connections between the signs and everything and then also i do like my intuitive work during that time too and then i would make a packet for people and then that packet alone just organizing it, typing it up, making sure that everything was in order would take me like another five hours. So let's just say 10 hours. But either way, that's way too much time to be spending on an astrology reading. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that is very much like my Virgo Mercury coming through with like, if I don't give you every single bit of information that I have, what I'm giving you isn't good enough. And that's where my healing not good enoughness (laughs) comes from, guys. (laughs) That's what I'm going to be working on this year at Anahata's Purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Cue dolphin noises. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Virgo season, be the observer. Mm -hmm. The observer. Come to Anahata's Purpose so you can get triggered in a good Mm -hmm. way. In the Mm -hmm. best way. In the best way. Are you ready? In the work. I'm ready. You better... Black cover girl. <laughs> um, so, I went over Egyptian astrology. Mm-hmm. You did last time. We did an episode that was about astrology. <laughs> Astrology. I know. I feel like we haven't done an episode in so long. Even though the Anahata's Purpose episode was like a beast to like do so and like put together. That's like, a lot. The past like. <laughs> The past like week and a half, I'm like, wait, am I even a part of a podcast? Like, yeah. just, just kind of like has felt weird, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. we also like didn't rush it too. Like, we weren't like at the why, like at the last hour. Like, shit, I still gotta finish editing. Like, yeah, like yeah. this week we're definitely recording we actually, a little late. Yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna be a a time cruncher. But that's this okay. is yeah. yeah, this is the Tuesday before the episode drops. But that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. That's- a it's all on you guys. <laughs> yeah. no, it's the kids fine. are back in school. I have a little bit of time. Thank. Oh yeah. How does that feel? Let's talk oh about my God. it. Today is today is like the first day. Today's the first day, guys. I don't know. How, I don't know how it feels the, yet. How's the quiet? Weird. Is it too quiet? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I used to literally. I used to drive around in my car. Like after, like when I'm by myself, I used to drive around in my car with nothing no radio no podcast nothing just to have silence <laughs> yeah i yeah. can imagine Swearing so, is a very vocal child <laughs> he is he is as you can hear on marco because usually he's just screaming in the background <laughs> well welcome back yeah. to your silence mm. thank you thank you and it's for the whole day this time because soren's in in like kindergarten so like full day kindergarten Nice. It's not just for 
You should go lounge in your pool by yourself. Oh, just like on that a float. It's really good. I might do that. <laughs> I might. I don't know what I'm going to do. I haven't decided. Well, you yet. have I might all do, the time in the world. I might do nothing. Yeah. I, I think that's a good just idea. Absolutely nothing. Just lay there and stare at my ceiling for a while. <laughs> <laughs> just so down. <laughs> just kidding. I'll get bored of that. Take that. an undisturbed okay. shower and just sit on the side of your bed in your towel and stare at the wall. I will say my kids are good at the undisturbed showers. I do. Oh, I do get undisturbed showers. So that's nice. But yes, yes, I might just. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to fucking do, but I'm going to do something or not. But I'm going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys ready to learn about Chinese astrology? I'm ready. I am. Yeah. 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 Yes. 2800 BC to present. Oh, shit. But you ready? It's a Before J Dog. With Marco Polo's. Oh, shit. <laughs> Have you guys ever watched that series on Netflix? Marco Polo? What? No. Like, yo, watch that shit. It is so good. So good. Okay. Maybe I'll right. watch TV today. Can, can you give me a brief description? It's about Marco Polo. <laughs> but it, it's the like Khan Dynasty. And it's like, like a period show, though. Yeah. And like trade and all of that. Okay. I'll give it a try. I don't, my brain doesn't always compute uh, period shows. That's the okay. thing. It's great. Okay. 10 out of 10. Great. Have Is watched it more than once. <laughs> kind of, but like, no, but kind of. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have anyway. a hard time watching things that don't have like magic involved. I don't. Know. I think there are definitely people in that show who are magical. Okay, mm. great. Anyway, that are powerful, it's- magical. It's good. It's a good okay. show. I'll give it a go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With Marco Polo's adventurous travels in AD. 1,275, Europeans learned for the first time of the great beauty, wealth, history, and romance of China. Untouched as they were by outside influences, the Chinese had developed their astrology along somewhat different lines from the Egyptians, Babylonians, and the Greeks. Life in ancient China revolved around the emperor. His title was son of the heavens, and he was an absolute ruler. It was written of the emperor that he is the sovereign who rules by virtue is like the polar star. He stays motionless in his place while everything turns around him. So he's like legit the sun, you know, I'm saying. Yeah. The Leo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was the emperor who maintained good relations between the forces of heaven and human beings here on earth. Some historians mark the beginning of Chinese astrology during the reign of the divine emperor Fu His around 2800 BC and the bamboo annals. I'm sorry. I'm probably butchering all of this, which is a manuscript found in a Chinese prince's grave. And they tell about emperor Yao who named the 12 signs of the Chinese Zodiac and divided the sky into 28 mansions of the moon. Ooh. Doesn't that just sound so fancy? It really I want to go to the mansions on the moon. Me too. Would you believe There's 28 <laughs> mansions on the moon? Anyway. Uh, the Chinese zodiac differs from the zodiac of the West. There are 12 years, and each year is represented by a different animal. 
This 12-year cycle is sometimes called the yellow road of the sun. And the 12 animals are the rat, ox, tiger, hare, dragon, snake, horse, ram, monkey, cock, dog, and boar. I want to just real quick give myself a shout out for saying the word cock and not laughing. (laughs) I silent giggled. (laughs) Well, Tabitha's eyes opened really wide. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was trying to... Uh, Wait, I also have a question. So, uh, yeah. the twenty-eight mansions of the moon is that is that the moon cycle? Because like the moon cycle is about every twenty-eight oh. days, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Crazy like girl. Too. <laughs> Wait. So <laughs> I like that a lot. I think that I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna refer to that if if, if it's not. You know, if I'm able to, if it's not a closed practice, I think I want to refer to the moon cycles as the mansions of the moon from now on. Yeah, it's kind of really like cool and pretty. Yeah. Sounds fancy. Very poetic. Uh, mm -hmm. So legend tells us that when Buddha lay on his deathbed, he asked the animals of the forest to come and bid him farewell. These 12 were the first to arrive. The cat, as the story goes, is not among the animals because it was napping and couldn't be bothered to make the journey. (laughs) Sounds about right. That tracks. That tracks. It totally tracks. Yeah. So that's why there's no cat. Because the cat was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm taking a nap. Sorry, Buddha. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Nice knowing you. Yeah. (laughs) Cat could not be bothered. Could not be bothered. Chinese astrology is not content to rest with a division into 12 animals. There are also five elements. So there's wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. Hmm. A Chinese horoscope is divided into interlocking sets of the numbers 10 and 12. Example, there's 10 celestial stem signs and 12 terrestrial branch signs. We're not getting into all of that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, there's a lot. Like, there's, there's just a, a lot, lot of crap up in this. Uh, yeah. In addition, the ancient principle of yin and yang, the negative and positive forces, is very much involved in charting a horoscope. So that's kind of cool. Uh, astrology has been an integral part of everyday life in China. The new communist regime, which provides itself on rationalism and materialism astrology, or, and derides astrology as mere superstition, has made few inroads on the people's faith in the divinations of the horoscope. Not even the authority of the state has prevailed against astrology. A Chinese person always knows his or her animal sign and will often give his or her age by naming the animal year of which birth occurred. Major decisions in life are still made according to astrology. This is especially true when when the Chinese seek guidance about whom to marry and when. Astrology is also a guide as to when to conclude financial agreements, begin journeys, start building a new house, or even when to bury the dead. Hmm. Some, yeah, some modern astrologers have tried to combine Western astrology with Chinese astrology, and they give each person both an astrological sign and an animal sign. For those interested in learning more there are about this fascinating attempt to merge the two, supposedly there's lots of books on the subject. doesn't have any listed here, but I guess it's out there. <laughs> there's a lot so, of books. Thanks. Go find them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a cat. I don't got time to help you find books. You gotta find your own damn book. I was gonna say, this person's definitely not a Virgo Mercury. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
In truth, however, the astrology that we practice owes less to its Eastern influences. We are, after all, children of the sun and rely more on solar astrology than the Eastern world and its children of the moon. Our astrological lore can be traced back to the Sumerians and to the fascinating fragments of documents that contain the astrological predictions of Sargon the Ancient, who ruled around 2800 BC in the city known as Babylon. Hmm. which will be who I cover next episode. Oh. Um, what a teaser. What a teaser. <laughs> Girl. Um, so what are... Okay, so I remember being little, going to this Chinese restaurant, and they would have, like, the little placemats that were paper, and oh. it would have listed the birth year and, like, all, like, what it was. Like, it had, like, all of the information on there, and I, I loved it. I loved it so much. And it was, it's actually something my father and I have the same Chinese animal. Huh. Uh, it's always something that we like connect over. Uh, we get each other our animals. Him and I are Year of the Dragon. Ooh. are oh. dragons. And I pulled up a little thing where it's like the three descriptive, three descriptive words of what each one is. So the dragon is confident, intelligent, and enthusiastic. Oh, makes sense. But it's also, you know, like he, my dad's a a cancer and I'm a Gemini. And, but like, it does definitely both make sense underneath, uh, like who we are. And also I think the dragon, that kind of makes sense. So I want, I want to know, are you guys the same age? Because if so, then it's going to be the same animal. Tabitha's a year younger than me, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm the Uh, horse. You're the horse. Nay. 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 Nay, motherfucker. When I looked it up, it came up as metal horse. So also very metal metal. horse. Yeah. It's a horse that loves Metallica. I was going to say Metallica. (laughs) It's a Metallica horse. Also, have any of you ever done Qigong before? Yes. I did it last year. I really like like the grounding ritual in Qigong. So I had a friend that was studying acupuncture. And that was like one of the main, that was one of the courses she had to go through to like learn all the elements and everything. And I definitely really love like the exercise of kind of like cultivating your own energy through it. So that Mm -hmm. just when you were mentioning the elements that made me think of that. It's a very like relaxing practice. All right, horse. Nay, nay. You're three. (laughs) Nay, nay. Nay, nay. You're three. Your three descriptive words are animated, active, and energetic. Oh, feeling a little less it. active nowadays, but yeah, definitely the other things <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like I mentioned in previous episodes, I love a good couch. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like the animative, like even like you love watching Disney too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, love watching anime. Like that's like yeah, having that expressiveness. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely an animated person for sure. Especially if you like meet me in person. Although like something lately had like I've I've been facing a lot more like social anxiety lately, which is like very weird for me because that's never something I experienced before in my life. Mm -hmm. I've always just been like a very open and excited and animated and energetic person. So that's something that I'm, I'm trying to track down before the purpose to see <laughs> why all of a sudden I'm just anxious. Chiron retrograde. True. Also that is true. This thing happened 
and it's like still kind of going on it's called um a pandemic and (laughs) (laughs) there's this thing (laughs) there's this thing that has happened and i know sometimes i could definitely like when i normally don't have social anxiety like it yeah it's still it pops up more now you're like wait yeah we all have to heal Mm -hmm. from that still so Mm -hmm. i think with that and with chiron that's mm -hmm. yeah we're all a bunch of wounded healers yes (laughs) tabitha what's your animal so when you said that you were the same as your dad i wanted to look it up and i was like oh i wonder i'm the same as my dad that's really Mm. funny yeah we're the we're the goat that's you are the goat the greatest greatest all time all time all time all time hi i don't know (laughs) i don't i'm looking at i'm looking at the three words oh god That's good. Here we go. Let me see. Here we go. Calm, <laughs> gentle, and sympathetic. You're gentle and sympathetic, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And you do have moments of being calm, but yeah. they're few and far between. They're very few <laughs> and far between. But it's really interesting because the 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 goat comes up a lot in in my life, like the. So it was, it was, yeah, I did know that I was. I did know that I was. That I had the goat thing, but it's a theme that comes up a lot, which is really interesting. Goat you gang. Have three goats. I have three goats. Mm-hmm. Thor is represented by goats. Hmm. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a goat chariot. Chariot pulled by goats. I'm surprised mm-hmm. they're so strong. <laughs> I feel like Thor would be really heavy, especially with his hammer. <laughs> Freya in Norse mythology has cats, so like, I mean, if the cats in Norse mythology can pull a person, well, I think she needs to have a conversation with those cats though, because it's a little fucked up that they didn't go to Buddha's funeral. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think, you know, that, yeah, yeah. Imagine they went all that way and then they were late. <laughs> That's probably what they're they're like. You know what? I overslept. <laughs> I don't want to miss it. You know. What astrological sign is a cat? Oh my god. Like sleeping and not like that all immediately gives me like Taurus I went to Taurus. Yeah. I went to Taurus immediately. But all right, what's what's the big three of, of a cat? Taurus sun. Okay. Gemini moon. Mm-hmm. Why? I would I would say Taurus. Virgo Maybe rising. A Gemini rising. Maybe a Gemini rising. Maybe a Virgo well, moon and a Gemini rising. Or or Virgo. Okay. Virgo rising. No. Well, so I think I think the Virgo moon makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they totally like <laughs> What the fuck you doing? <laughs> yeah. That's what we just talked about. Is like the Virgos, like fuck. Yeah, I'm out yeah. of here. Then there's Emotionless. the Gemini. They also they also like to clean themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like to be mm-hmm. on point, you know. But mm-hmm. I feel like the Zoomies gives me the Gemini, uh, oh, okay. Gemini rising vibes. You know, I can see it. Yeah, I feel like yeah, Gemini's they, get the Zoomies. They lose their shit. Well, also, sometimes they're like, yeah, let's hang out, and other times they're like. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be pet. Me. I want to be pet. I don't want to be pet anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had right. one cat in my life and it was a bad experience. So I will never have a cat again. Also, I'm very, very allergic to them. Oh, but like that's very allergic. The cat, like literally, like I woke up in the middle of the night and like, or my brother woke up in the middle of the night and like the cat scratched him across the face. Like it was just like, why? Why Pepper? Why do you? Do why Pepper? <laughs> I had a cat that would cry because she would want you to come, and then when she got there, she would hiss at you. So I was a baby, so we named her Sybil. 
because she had nice. multiple personalities. That was like, <laughs> nice. the, yeah. yeah. So her yeah. name was Sybil. She, but she was a she was a great cat. Uh, and then we had I had a cat named Monkey, and then I had a cat named Dude. Nice, nice. So um, you had a lot of cats. I had some cats. Uh, we had to give we gave Dude away to my friend. Yeah, because John's super allergic. So my friend Danielle took in Dude. She was actually over the other day when you guys were here, uh, and she was telling me that dude, like, straight up attacks his t- own tail and, <laughs> like, bites it so hard that he just screams. Oh, my God. Um, he doesn't understand that it's attached to himself, but, like, he does. I don't know. That's, like, serious. That's what a serious does. He'll chase his tail and then, like, bite the fuck out of it and he'll like yelp he's yelped a couple of times it's like why are you hurting yourself use your two fucking brain cells come on you got two i know you have two use them he does rub them together sometimes i think he had three but then like he's he walked like and i couldn't i didn't have a chance to stop him but we have a swing set in the backyard and the kids were swinging on the freaking swing set and this dummy just walks right like directly behind (laughs) them and like the kid couldn't stop and I couldn't get to him in time to pull him. And he so he got hit and then once. And then because I think it was soaring, couldn't stop. He got hit twice. So there went his third brain cell. Because he just. <laughs> and he. <laughs> this dog is so dumb. He's so dumb. He's like the dumbest German shepherd. Well, maybe he's his book brain smart. cells will grow with age. I always I told mm. Anthony. I was like, he's book smart. He's not common sense smart. Feed him <laughs> some broccoli. I'm going to have to. Because. Yeah. He's not. He's not. Tab, what you got for us? Does it help with brain development? Kind of. Supposed to, yeah. It's like carrots help with eye development. This is Soren said. Soren's like, I'm going to eat carrots so my eyes get good. And I'm like, you're okay. All right. (laughs) That is a total, uh, it's like a, well, it's not a myth. There's, hold on. There was like a whole reason. It was like a war thing. Why that's like big? Yeah. It was something that had to do with the war. That's World War II propaganda scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was somebody had hold on because it is very interesting. Basically, it was something along the lines of oh, like it's a myth. It is a it's a complete myth, uh, and it had to do with someone some side of the war having oh, some yeah, kind of it. night Smithsonian yeah. coming in clutch. Go ahead, you read it. Says a World War II propaganda campaign popularized the myth that carrots help you see in the dark. How a ruse to keep German pilots confused gave the vitamin A rich vegetable too much credit. Science is pretty sound that by virtue of their heavy dose of vitamin A in the form of beta carotene are are good for your eye health. The carrots. Okay. Uh, Supplemental pills could reverse poor vision among those with vitamin A deficiency. Oh, my God. There's a World Carrot Museum. Well, that's weird. Okay. So the myth is that it can improve your nighttime vision. Yeah. Yeah. But carrots cannot help you see in the, in the dark better or any more than eating blueberries will turn you blue. <laughs> mm-hmm. I turned orange because I ate too many carrots when I was little. My mom fed me so many carrots. I, yeah. Literally wow. turned orange when I was an Oompa Loompa. Fair. <laughs> yeah. More you know. So... So it's not a myth because it does help with eyesight, but it is a myth that they can help you see in the dark. Interesting. In order to make it more difficult for the German planes to hit targets, the British government issued citywide blackouts. The Royal Air Force were able to repel the German fighters in part because of the development of a new secret radar technology. The onboard or the onboard airborne uh, interceptional radar 
AI, ooh, first used in 1939, had the ability to pinpoint enemy, enemy bombers before they reached the English Channel. But to keep things under, keep that under wraps, they pulled the files of a war museum, the Mass Observation Archive, the UK National Archives, and the, okay, I don't care about any of that. The ministry provided another reason for their success was carrots. So basically they had this form of technology but they told everyone that, that they carrots. were making everyone eat carrots. And the ruse meant to send German tacticians on a wild goose chase may or may not have fooled them as planned. That's funny. But there's like legit <laughs> advertisements. Like that, they were just yeah. selling. Ew, why not carrot pudding? Well, I don't know. <laughs> carrot cake. Carrot cake tastes good. Maybe oh, it's like a carrot true. cake pudding. I love carrot cake. I love it's carrot cake. cake. Yeah, nice. Uh, it's a guy that's crawling under so it looks like some Constantine water and it says night sight can mean life or death. Eat carrots and leafy green or yellow vegetables rich in vitamin A essential for night sight. That's the website. There's night sight. Uh-huh. Carrots keep you healthy and help you to see in the blackout. Mm. <laughs> carrots. Potato Pete. I make good soup. What the fuck? <laughs> soup. This is funny. Why right. carrot? Okay, it, so okay that I see that carrot pudding that looks disgusting. That looks gross. That does not. That does not. Doesn't it kind of look like carrot cake a little bit? I guess so, but like it looks like right. it looks like one of those like shitty jello. What are they called? The jello pudding type of things, like the molds. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Ugh. All right. Anyway, let's talk about Mars and Gemini. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mars and Gemini. Mars is going to be in Gemini from August 20th, which we're already past that, but to March 25th. So a grand total of about seven months. Long boy. Where it normally takes about two months to go through each sign. But Mars uh, is going to be in retrograde in Gemini from October 30th to January 12th. Uh, Mars is the planet of courage combat drive ambition and sexuality um it is also one of the first parts of your chart to come into play when you're threatened or attacked in your chart mars describes how you express anger passion and desire whereas gemini is a sign that's all about communication and connection um their gemini's are always asking questions and trying to learn more so this makes mars and gemini the perfect time to dive into your studies socialize with your friends write a write a fucking book just pick up just start writing a book you got seven months write a book write a fucking book in seven months do it do it no (laughs) no rachel go write a book right now no i'm not doing it do it mars and gemini (laughs) go write a fucking book no (laughs) you gotta try to make sure to keep like to watch what you're saying though because and, and keep it keep it in check like keep keep all this knowledge that you're going to be picking up in check uh, mars and gemini is going to encourage you to consume more info than you know what to do with this leaves the potential for gossip to run amok 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 <laughs> that's where that's where i was thinking too but miscommunications can lead to rumors what you say has the tra- has the potential to travel far and I was reading that and I was like, the only thing that I could think of was Letterkenny when they're like, bad gas travels fast in a small town. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it is true. It's true. So can 
his he hates having a cell phone like absolutely hates having a cell phone Mm -hmm. and like if he if it wasn't for his job and for me he would not have one so when he didn't have one previously he i was like what what happens if i died he was like that's exactly what he said bad gas trials fast in a small town i'd find out don't worry i'll find out someone will someone will let me know someone will let me know thanks ken (laughs) via telegram yeah oh my god you'd actually have to go to somebody's house like you'd have to somebody would actually have to go to his house and like hey be like hey Teresa, dead Just want to let you know. Wow, what a concept! <laughs> oh my god. Because of this, make sure you make sure you mean what you say. Because mis- miscommunication could play a very important role here. Say what you mean, but don't say it meanly. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Also, we got the Mercury retrograde going on in the beginning of this bullshit mm-hmm. too. Well, yeah. that's yeah. One of the one of the quotes that I I can't remember who it was that said it, but like Mars retrograde makes Mercury retrograde look like a baby. And I was like, oh. that was literally exactly what they said. And I was like, ooh. I don't like that. Shots, shots fired. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Mars retrograde from October 30th to January 12th can cause noticeable decreases in energy and libido, which can lead to bursts of frustration. Um, expect impulsivity and awkward misunderstandings that can lead to heated debates and arguments. Make sure you're careful with your words because you could definitely hurt somebody's feelings. Words can be like knives. Why is Mars retrograde so rude? I don't know. I don't know. One of the other things I read was that words can be sharp as knives and soft as rose petals. And I really liked that because it's very true. Um, So just be careful. Don't don't go stabbing people with your words unless they deserve it. Throw rose petals at them. Throw rose petals. This retrograde will will cause you to rethink what inspires and motivates you. Um, it will force you to make decisions on who you trust and what info you choose to trust. Overall, Mars and Gemini pushes us to say things we might normally keep to ourselves. Be prepared for no filters and word vomit. Try to be careful with what you say and who you say it to. Um, it is a good time to use the motivation to get shit done. Work on things that you've been putting off. Also a good time to review our relationship with anger, courage, and treating others fairly, even as we speak our minds. So a journal prompt that I have is, how does being angry make me feel? Does it make me feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable, comfortable, or apathetic? Why? Some crystals that you can use are carnelian, which is a stone of creativity and motivation. Garnet brings fiery passion and love to your relationships, boosts your sex drive. Uh, sodalite speaks your truth and helps you settle negative thoughts lapis inspires us to seek the knowledge that leads us to a better version of ourselves aquamarine inspires us to stay present and flexible when communicating with others and smoky quartz for grounding clarity reduces anxiety and stress and anything else distracting you from the task at hand i love the combination of smoky quartz and carnelian Mm-hmm. I like working with them together because I feel like the smoky quartz like kind of like removes that fear that of like pushing forward as the carnelian allows you to like open up the space to move forward, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's good, too, because it is a good like smoky quartz is a good stone for clarity and like the carnelian helps with motivation. 
Removing blockages. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. What? Oh, we're just moving blockages. We're just being good Oh, <laughs> you forgot something. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I got a Mars and Gemini tarot spread from meridiantarot.com. It's a four-card spread. She has them built in like a, a cross pattern. First one going clockwise. So first card is the overall theme of Mars and Gemini. The second card is gifts of Mars and Gemini. Third card is challenges of Mars and Gemini. And four, fourth card is advice for cultivating stillness because that's going to play a major role. Is making sure that you have time for that stillness. And a little a little tea. I made a little tea oh. to go along. Yeah. Tea time. Tea, tea time. time. <laughs> you and I are like on the same page today with the little commentary. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah. Okay. So I have one part chamomile for calming and centering. One part blue cornflower to really help bring in that throat chakra. One part cinnamon bark for empowerment. One part Damiana to help with your sex drive. Uh, half part sarsaparilla root. Sexy. Sexy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> half part sarsaparilla root for it's a stimulant and for vitality. Um, and a little pinch, little pinch of turmeric for strength and clarity. And then um, if you want to be a sparkly bitch, throw in some edible glitter. It's really pretty. It comes out like a little, like a yellowy color. I love when you throw the edible glitter into the teas it really <laughs> feels so magical it does it's a, it's a sparkly make some sparkly have some sparkle like in your it. life also i really love that you have like the blue cornflower and the turmeric in there because i feel like like you said like the color of that tea is probably really 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 beautiful pretty yeah yeah the blue cornflower doesn't add any color aside from like the loose leaf tea part but the the turmeric really turns to like a really pretty yellow it is nice it was really nice when i was making it this morning so but that's all i got for mars and gemini it's just going to play a major role just because of how long it's going to be in gemini so yes so just make sure you say what you mean you don't say it meanly Mm -hmm. and you know pick up a new hobby yeah and write a book write a fucking book i'm not doing it Well, then you are not taking advantage of Mars and Gemini. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants me to write a book. <laughs> I would read a book. I would read a book. I would read a wrote. book that you I wrote. Absolutely. Sure. It wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> that's fine. That's what, that's what the editors are for. Yeah, that's they true. Make it, that's they true. make it yeah. make sense. Yeah. yeah. I forgot something. Mm. So if you guys are cool, I'm going to bring it back to Virgos real quick. Bring sure. it back. I have the list of famous Virgo people. Oh, yeah. And there's some on here that I was like, oh, <laughs> do you want to know some? Yeah. Let's hear some Yeah, but I feel Virgos. like we have to start off with Queen B, though. Beyonce. It's a Virgo. Beyonce. Beyonce is <laughs> not on this list, which is actually very rude. But there's some, on he- there's some on here that I was like, oh, shit. Do you know Mother Teresa was a Virgo? That makes uh, sense. Huh. Michael Jackson was a Virgo. <laughs> uh, Charlie Sheen is a Virgo winning 
you know, when the winning thing was happening, I was definitely a person that said winning all the time. <laughs> uh, I had a friend who him and I, our birthdays were one day apart. And um, he, for his birthday, we would always say winning all the time. I got him a life-size like cutout of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> For his birthday. I'm pretty sure he has, a, he has a store in Philly now. And I'm pretty sure it like, lives in the store, which is pretty cool. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I pulled up Charlie Sheen's birth chart. Do you guys want to know about it? I needed to know. I, I could know. Give me some. Give me the highlights. All right. I'll give you the big three. The highlight reel. Yeah. Virgo yeah. sun, Sagittarius moon. Gemini rising. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be fucking Gemini. I know it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's Keanu, all. That's all. I can see it. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is a Virgo. No, oh, I love Keanu Reeves. Me too. I love him. Also, Freddie Mercury. Oh, okay. Don't stop me now. I love that was Virgos horrible. Well. We can cut that. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, that stays it. in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery. Faith Hill. Lily Tomlin. Shania Twain. Lots of country singers. Kobe. Queen Elizabeth the First. Cameron Diaz. Hugh Grant. There's Samuel Johnson, but I thought it said Samuel L. Jackson at first, and I got like super excited. <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee Jones is a Virgo. Gene Kelly. Stephen King. Yeah, so there's there's a good Regis. Regis. Mm. Regis. I, f- I feel like that. I like this and I feel like it kind of like shows how artistic and creative Virgos can be as well. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of these people are very creative um, singers. Yeah. Singers. Yeah. Actors like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're very talented. I like it. Mm-hmm. They're taking that, that, that pain and making it into art, which I think yeah. is a beautiful thing. Oh, there's a really important one. Not that the other ones aren't important. <laughs> Agatha Christie. And do you know why it's important that Agatha Christie is on there? Why? Do you know Maggie's full name? <laughs> no. No. Magatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. She writes historical fiction novels in her spare time. We're waiting. Maybe these are the seven months we'll release yeah. the next book, Mags. Write a book, Mags. <laughs> We've been waiting for your next book, Mags. It's just, yeah, it's a joke. My fr- another friend of mine came up That's with, funny. so we, we jokingly call her Magatha Christie. I well, tell it. Magatha Christie over there to get on it. Yeah, get your shit together. She's so cute in her little lemon and orange outfit. <laughs> she is so cute. I had such she a is. good time hanging out with them on Sunday. Me too. Yeah. I was happy when Koji finally guys... came up and said hi. Yeah, I'm really glad you guys came. That was a really good time. That was a really good time. It was. Yeah, it was, it was fun. very nice. It was fun. It felt good to have a bunch of facilitators and stuff together. Yeah. And we're going to go to the property. I'm going to go mm-hmm. to the property today. Jealous. How you feeling about everything, Rachel? I'm all right. There's like 30 tickets left. Wow. That's insane. Are they camping or is it mostly in the lodges and stuff? No, all camping is sold all out. All camping is sold out. Nice. Wow. All camping is sold out. All the cabins are sold out. And thankfully, a lot of people are camping together because I had to do a this year versus LY like head count. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we're going to be finding some camping spots. 
Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> we're going to need to add some more camping areas. So that's a part of the visit today. And there's a, there's a lot of property. There's a lot more property that we can utilize. So we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. There's going to be more cars. If you're listening and if you're coming in, if you can carpool, that would be fantastic. <laughs> also know that, you know. Save the environment. It's not guaranteed that you'll be with your car unless like you have to have it as your camp setup. But yeah, I'm glad you guys are all kind of camping together. I'm just going to mm-hmm. push you all into yeah. the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bean city. Save me a spot. Yeah. Oh, what? yeah, we're going to yeah. literally be walking around, like, measuring things today. That's what we're doing. We have, like, these little ground, like, the little wheel things. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and take, like, full measurements. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It is fun. It's good. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. I'm just nervous about cars and being able to park cars, but I know that there's no point of me being concerned about that because there are plenty of places. I just, we need to go figure out where they're going today. Yeah, and then right, after that, right. I will be ready to go. I'm ready. Nice. There's so much shit happening. I gotta go pick up a dress for the wedding I'm in. I have a wedding this weekend. Mm. How dare these people get married during Anahatas? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking for real, dude. <laughs> the two weddings before, then Rude. I have Anahatas. Then I have a wedding the week after. Oh my Jesus. God. And then I'm officiating a wedding in October. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Uh, wow! But I'm really excited though because I've never officiated a wedding, so now I get to see that is really exciting. People, yeah, like I'm excited to see how other people do it first, right? And then I'm going to start <laughs> putting mine together. Yeah, that's really Very cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about our our goodies that we have that we're not mm. talking about for mm-hmm. our live show, our little surprises. Little I just want to let you know that shows. Aiden stole one of them. I'm just letting yeah. you know. Okay, it's okay, we'll forgive him. I know. I saw John looking at them the other day, and I was like, you know what? John he deserves rock a pair. Him. He, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Let him have a pair. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, imagined him in the kitchen, like, cooking with them. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I might just have to get a pair for him to use. Yeah, and, like, the hat. Maybe we should give some to the kitchen staff. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Stay yeah. tuned, we got, guys. We got a couple mm-hmm. of goodies. A couple of goodies mm-hmm. coming. I know. I'm excited for the other ones to arrive. That is a great color on you. That is all. Thank you. You're welcome. It is. Also, I'm excited I for the other to ones mention your hair, Rachel, is so long. I appreciate that. Uh, it's nowhere near as long as I want it to be. I miss my long hair. It's coming. This is normally where I would like cut it to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Y'all met me when I fucked my hair up by going apricot. So thank you. I appreciate that. Great job. Great job. This time next year, it'll be even longer. And I miss it and I'm excited. Yeah. I think this is the longest mine's been. Like, it's crazy. I've had like my hair get stuck like in my pants. Yeah. But I've never had a problem with wiping. I was going to say, that's good. That's that's always a problem. I want to make that very clear. Got stuck in high rise jeans. Okay. <laughs> the Make worst is when it gets stuck in your armpit. That's I that happens to me all the time. That's the first time I've ever had to deal with that. And it's crazy. Yeah, I normally crazy. I don't wear many tank tops. Yeah, I don't wear I don't wear a lot of tank tops, so I always wear t shirts, so it doesn't happen. But sometimes I'll get like, you know, the hair goes on the arm and you're like, What is this bug on me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but that's definitely a thing. I have it as an issue when I like I'm changing my shirt 
Mm-hmm. Or like when you're driving and it like blows out yes. the window and then you're that like close the window and you're like, yes. <laughs> I, hate yeah. I hate that so much. Half of your hair yeah. just comes out of your head. Yeah. Yes. yes. That happens yeah. to me. Like mm-hmm. I just got my hair cut, so it hasn't happened recently, but like that has happened to me in my life more than I would care to admit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's happened to me in my sunroof. Yes. Ugh. So I was going to say yeah. that too. Yeah. And that's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, anyway right. well virgo season yes virgo we have season. one more episode before well no our next episode will be while we're at anahata's right the porpoise yep stay mm-hmm. tuned mm-hmm. also we are going to be recording the live show so hopefully we will get that up on here for people that won't be able to attend in person mm-hmm. and uh, i'm excited me too excited. me too excited. lots of exciting stuff coming up all right. You guys ready to edit all of the things? <laughs> <laughs> this episode's going to be like five minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Word. All right. All well, right. Peace out, motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. That was aggressive. Mars. Sorry. But you said <laughs> it with expression. Mars and Gemini. Good. Sorry. Yeah. I, I channeled the Mars and Gemini. I didn't channel the. Uh, Virgo. The Virgo season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Male motherfucker. Does anybody know what that's from? Watch fries, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Well, that heart eyes, motherfucker. Super size, motherfucker. First prize, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway. Oh, thanks. Right. okay. Thanks. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Astro hose out. <laughs> doop, doop. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. Holy shit. I just scared. I jumped. Sorry. I saw the build up in her face. She was getting very excited. She had to explode at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man.